Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for Pixar's Luca, the 2021 animated film. I am your host Matthew and I'm going to probably do a spoiler free review here. Um, there is interesting spoilery stuff that happens but I'll, go, I'll, I'll stick to a spoiler free review for, for this one. Um, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this film. I absolutely loved it. Um, I think this is one of Pixar's best films, definitely. Um, it's been interesting seeing the general consensus for this film to say that uh, I've been seeing it sort of say, um, you know, this is a good Pixar film, but not one of their best. Uh, I disagree with that. I think this is absolutely one of Pixar's best. I don't know about like top five or top ten or, or where I would place it on a on a list per se. But absolutely one of Pixar's best films. Um, this film really, really um, gets you emotional. Obviously, that's usually, that's usually what Pixar does. I think Pixar has absolutely knocked it out of the park again with this film. Uh, there's very few Pixar films that I sort of think are like not great or overrated or, or that sort of thing. Uh, the majority of the films I've seen from Pixar, I think, have been fantastic. Um, but no, I absolutely loved it. Um, I think there's a lot of interesting themes in this film to get into. I think that there's some um, commentary, obviously, about certain things and everything like that, which is which is really interesting as well. Um, I mean, to compare it to other Pixar films, I think this is better than Ratatouille. I think this is better than Morley. I think this is better than Up. I think this is better than um, what other films? I don't know, because uh, usually when I see things on Twitter about like, okay, what are the best Pixar films, which is a, 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 a thread I saw the other day on Twitter, most people said Toy Story, Ratatouille, and then either Up or Wall-E. Um, I don't think I don't think this is as good as good as Toy Story. Although for, for me, Toy Story is an extremely high bar, uh, just for me. Um, but Ratatouille, Up, and Wall-E, which are three that are are considered quite um, top tier films for Pixar. Uh, I think this is better than than those three films. I really do. Uh, I do think those three films are, are slightly overrated in a way. Um, but you know, a lot of people really like them, and opinions are opinions, so that's that, that's totally cool. Um, but no, I think there's a lot of interesting themes in this. The the one really big theme that I took out of this was um, acceptance, learning to be accepted, or trying to get accepted, and being seen being seen as a monster, and that being a barrier to being accepted. What's interesting for me as well, I don't know if this is like um, the right way to think about this, but I, I kind of realized as I was watching this, okay, there's a big, big theme in here about acceptance, you know, because these uh, ki- young kids, I guess like they're supposed to be, um, are like sea monsters and stuff, and they're, se- they're seen as like, you know, you-, you need to hunt them down and kill them and like, you know, they're, they're sort of just, you know, fish food or whatever um, in that sort of way because the way that obviously fish are hunted um, is to be like eaten most of the time. I mean some fish you put back into the sea but some obviously taken to be eaten. Um but yeah there's definitely a big big thing about that. And it's just interesting that I'm not saying Disney did this uh, or Pixar did this deliberately, but it's interesting in the moment that it is uh, Pride Month for L- the LGBTQ community. And uh that community of people does struggle a lot to be 
accepted. And I just thought that tied into that very interestingly. I think it's a coincidence that this came out in June. Because wasn't it like delayed or something? Well, every film was pretty much delayed. But given the... And I know I know you might think that's a weird kind of thing for me to say. In terms of, you know, people that are either transgender or gay, lesbian, bisexual, what, what have you. Uh, struggle to be accepted in that sort of way. And are seen as, you know, kind of disgusting monsters as well. Uh, you know, some people look at transgender people and think like they're like disgusting human beings or whatever. So I just kind of relayed that to, I, I know being obviously, you know, transgender or gay or bisexual is very different to being, you know, a fictional sea monster. I'm not trying to say that they're the same, but there's the same theme there, which is struggling to accept not only yourself, but struggling to be accepted by other people. Because other people either don't accept you or see you as disgusting. Which is massively a part of this film. So I just kind of related those two things together. Not in exactly the same way. But in terms of that theme of acceptance. And of uh, being seen as like a yeah, disgusting kind of monster. So um, I kind of... that that that's, that's at least what I sort of took away from that. Uh, and there's no specific sort of LGBTQ stuff in here. Um, but that just that's just kind of how I I connected to it myself. Um, so yeah, that was that was really really good. But uh, I absolutely love this film. Um, I I I started enjoying it from you know the first couple of scenes and that sort of thing, and and pretty much right from the start. And one thing that kind of grabbed me from the start of this film, because uh, you're seeing Luca kind of live his normal fish life, I suppose, whatever. And immediately, because I, I, I remember seeing like the trailers and stuff and thinking this kind of like speaks to me in terms of films like Finding Nemo. Um, not in exactly the t- same type of thing, but, you know, fictional fish Pixar characters uh, living there under the sea type of life. Um, and you get to see that. And I, I thought that world building straight away was very, very interesting. You know, you get you get introduced to a couple of characters, like I think it's his uh, uncle and his mom, and then you get to see what he sort of does, which is like herding this little group of fish and everything, which is cool. So that was great. Um, and then obviously, you know, it, it builds slowly to uh, Luca going up to the surface as well. Um, I actually kind of thought about. Again, bringing it back to LGBTQ in a way, um, the phrase "coming out of the closet," which means you you're you're afraid to kind of exit the area that you're, you're afraid to like exit into the area where you might not be accepted. And I kind of again related that to um, the way his mum and dad and uh, his uncle and I think there's another character there as well. Are like oh no the surface is like really really dangerous and uh, there's even a little scene as well where Luca's trying to poke his head above the water and he's like struggling and he's scared so I can't, again kind of relate that in the in in the same way um, of I mean it's kind of a bit of a metaphor for uh, coming out the closet in a way sort of like him him being afraid to go above the surface because again he'll be literally hunted. In that sort of way, um, so I thought that was that was an interesting way to put that as well. I, I wonder if there if there are any sort of if there were any thoughts within the writers' room about any of that kind of stuff because I that's what I started picking up on like straight away. This this the, the two things connected together, which is like this fear of the surface, which would be you know 
um, people not accepting you, um, and then, like, being afraid to poke your head above the water, um, in a way of being afraid to, you know, open the closet doors and come out, it, 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 it is kind of similar in a way, and again, I'm not trying to compare LGBTQ people to the fish, I'm just saying in terms of, like, being afraid of, like, the other side, you know, being afraid of re- revealing your, your true self, in a way, um, is very, uh, it, 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 it must connect, there must have been somebody in the writer's room that, that is thinking the same way that I am, because I, I almost started thinking, as soon as they started, because the film doesn't start with them saying, don't go to the surface, it's an introduction to Luca and what he's doing, and then you get the conversation, uh, with his parents about, like, the surface, and we're hunted, and there's this emphasis as well, on, um, uh, you know, people that are uh, obviously like the human humans that are um, uh, in their boats that are hunting the fish. So, so it's not only a case where you shouldn't go to the surface because you'll get hunted, but it's a case of where um, you got to be careful because you know if you sort of look into water uh, or look like into water when you're hunting for fish, you can sort of see them swimming underneath. And they kind of put that into this film because people will be throwing like harpoons and that sort of thing to try and again hunt you and kind of catch you. So it it definitely is that thing about you know just hiding away your true self, hiding away who you really are, and being scared of being hunted. That is definitely in this in this film certainly, I think. Um, and it's it's a shame that because it is kind of a parallel to um, the real world, isn't it? Uh, not not just people that are LGBTQ, but people that are. Even like maybe struggling with certain other issues or whatever, and just being afraid to, um, just yeah, just be 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 a real self. Uh, but I like the way that all of that was handled in this film. Uh, I mean, you initially get the scary stuff of like, you know, we don't want to get killed and hunted because we're fish. But then obviously, as the film progresses, that uh, gets gets a bit better. So uh, I thought that was fantastic as well. Um, but. Yeah, I I, I, think, I think I am going to do a spoiler section actually, not not yet, I'll, we'll do some housekeeping and stuff first uh, in a minute once I'm finished with the spoiler free section. Um, so yeah, that's a lot of the messages and a lot of the themes I took away, the struggle for acceptance, the fear of being hunted, the fear of being killed, the fear of revealing your true self. Um, and I it was very interesting um the way they kind of um, played around with that with the characters because, like, they can't even get wet. Because, you know, if their, like, hand gets wet or something or if someone splashes some water onto them, um, it won't transform their whole body, but it will, like, reveal your hand to be a, like, a fish hand kind of thing, uh, which I thought was interesting as well. Um, but no, I think this is quite a fresh idea in here as well. I don't know where, like, the influences of the whole... Um, you know, if you're a human and you dive straight into the water, you turn into a into um, a fish basically straight away, and then you can kind of literally pop out of the water and then turn back to a to a human. Um, but I like the rule that's established as well. With um, you have to act. It, it seems like they have to actually dry themselves off to um, you know to to turn back to human and and that sort of thing. So I thought that was that was great as well. Um, so yeah, one of Pixar's absolute best films, I definitely think so, uh, I think this is better than some of the other th- films that Pixar has done, I don't know about like a top 5, top 10, I will have to do some sort of Pixar top 10, I think I'll go with 10, yeah, instead of 5, top 10 best 
films uh, and this this will definitely be in there i think it will be in a top 10 but i don't know about top five uh but obviously if i did one per franchise so like one incredibles film one of the toy story films um none of the cars films <laughs> um and that sort of thing so um it's good very very good uh as you can see from the rating system i've given this a must see and i tell you what in terms of like actually seeing this film, I mean, I went to the cinema today to see uh, Hitman's, uh, what was it, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, uh, the, the Ryan Reynolds, Samuel L. Jackson film, uh, reviews on the website for, for that as well. Um, I would have loved to have seen this on the big screen, Luca, because uh, I was at home, this isn't a premium access Disney Plus film, it's just on there with your subscription. Uh, I'm going to do a podcast on that at some point, I think, this whole idea of this premium access thing, because no other streaming services really do that. I know you can buy and rent certain films off of Amazon, that aren't Amazon Prime, but this is this is different. Uh, what what Disney's doing? Because like HBO doesn't do it, Netflix doesn't do it, um, Amazon doesn't do it. I mean, you, again, you can buy like Line of Duty season one on on Disney and that uh, on uh, sorry on on um, Apple TV Plus. But I'm talking about their actual original because this is a Disney Pixar original. Same with like Corella and same with Ryan the Last Dragon. Um, this, this whole, like, premium access thing, I'll probably do a podcast on it at some point, uh, I think it's kind of a ridiculous idea, um, and is too expensive as well, but yeah, I would have loved to have seen this on the big screen, it's a shame that I couldn't, I think it's a Disney Plus exclusive as well, I don't think this is, like, a hi- hybrid release of cinema as well, because I didn't see it on my cinema listings, and I haven't heard of anybody else seeing it on, like, the big screen, so, that's a shame, that's a, that's a, that's a shame, see, it, I, I, I know with, because Corella's Disney and not Pixar, isn't it? Again, same roof, different studio. Um, what, why is, so why is Corella, which is a Disney live action remake, prequel, I think it's a prequel. Um, why is that like hybrid release of Disney Plus Premium Access and Cinema, but then Luca, which is Pixar, doesn't get a cinema release? Because cinemas are like open now. I mean, I went to one today, so they're like limited seating and stuff. But why is that? Um, yeah, why is that? Because di- you also had the same thing with Soul as well, where that was uh, that was a bit different. Like we we're in lockdown and stuff. That was Christmas Day last year. Uh, that got released, no premium access. So is that only for Disney films? Because Raya and the Last Dragon, which is Disney and not Pixar, that was premium access. So why is it only Disney films that... Because um, to me, Pixar have got a better track record of films than Disney. Again, same roof, different studio. But I, I'm I'm confused about that. Again, it must be some sort of business thing. Anyway, uh, love this film. One of Pixar's absolute best films. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved it. Um, and uh, I think there's a lot of interesting messages and commentary and, and that sort of thing in here. I'm uh, going to go into some housekeeping. Don't worry about spoilers yet. Um... But I'm going to go into some housekeeping in a minute. Let you know what else we've been up to on Entertainment Talk. And then I'll give you another spoiler warning when we get into spoilers. But stick around. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend. But it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today 
is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, as I mentioned a minute ago, I did go and see The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which is the sequel to the... Hitman's Bodyguard, uh, stars Ryan Reynolds again and Samuel L. Jackson and has some new cast members as well. I gave it a don't skip rating, very very good and I saw that today on the big screen. So you're getting a, a double film review out of us today because obviously this one as well with Luca. Uh, so that was a review that I did, that's an entirely spoiler free review, it's kind of a fun uh uh, popcorn flick action film but still very very good really enjoyed it uh, one film that I really did not enjoy at all uh, is Raya and the Last Dragon I gave that a skip rating I reviewed that yesterday I basically saw some of it I couldn't bear it anymore um, with the film and I uh, reviewed what I saw of it and explained why I switched the film off basically uh, I'll try to not do that again but you know when a film is so bad that you can't sit through more of it um then yeah so and that wasn't like on the big screen i wouldn't have walked out of the cinema i saw that at home it's available like with the disney plus subscription now so i was able to just press pause and then just turn it off so i did but really didn't enjoy that but that's raya and the last dragon which is available on disney plus as well so that's a couple of film reviews uh breaking bad we're up to season two episode 11 um for this week we've got two more left for the season but we are taking a two-week break david's uh taking a break to do some things uh so we'll be back i think it's the week of the 14th of july i can't remember what date the wednesday is but uh, in in a couple of weeks time we'll be back with Breaking Bad. Uh, Gaming Talk this week, we talked about Last of Us 2's first anniversary, we talked about Nintendo's E3 presentation, and this weird stuff going on with Blue Box and Kojima, and um, this game called Abandoned, and whatever else is going on with that, so we talked about that as well. Um, did a big did a, a big podcast this week uh, as well called Ent- Entertainment Talks Summer and Autumn Plans, basically laying out what you can expect from us. Uh, from now until the end of the year, so the the summer and the autumn, with various uh, Apple TV Plus shows, uh, some Disney Plus shows, Walking Dead, and some other bunch of things as well, and uh, including the other film reviews that we've got planned in the near future, including this one. 
Uh, so check that out if you'd like to. Uh, speaking of news stuff as well, Monsters at Work, which is another Pixar follow-up. Uh, this is going to be the sequel series to Monsters, Inc., and it's going to be a series on Disney Plus. Starts Wednesday, seventh of July. Uh, the iTunes is not been submitted to iTunes just yet, but um, uh, you can listen to the preview podcast for season one on the website. So that's Monsters at Work. Batwoman is up to season two, episode ten. Uh, so we've covered that so far. World of the Last of Us podcast talking about um, the game's first anniversary. And that's pretty much what we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms. Alright, let me bring up the cast list. Um, so I'm going to go into spoilers now. So if you've not seen Disney Plus's Luca, highly recommend you go and watch it. Um, press pause and just go and watch it, whatever. And uh, it's on Disney Plus. You don't need to pay premium access for it because it's Pixar and they don't do that with Pixar films, seemingly. Not sure why. But um, go and yeah, go and check it out on there. Absolutely must see. One of Pixar's absolute best films, which is a, a very high bar. Uh, gonna go into spoilers now, so if you're listening on a podcast player, you can press pause, switch it off, do whatever. If you're listening on the website, press back or pause or the homepage button or something else, because I'm gonna get into spoilers now. Um, so yeah, obviously by the end we had a situation where uh, sea monsters are not widely accepted, but mostly accepted. The the the, the town that they're in, I don't remember them giving a name for the town. Um, but sea monsters are, which is what they kind of call them, um, are accepted in that town. There's this whole big set piece with the race. I thought that was fantastic as well. Uh, lots and lots of interesting, cool stuff happening there. Um, and it's interesting as well because, um, you know, you get the scene at the end where, um, is it Ju- Julia? Um, Gu- Julia? Uh, her dad comes... Um, uh, or arrives at where the where the two boys are as well because they've just finished the race, and um, what was the guy's name? That the, the villain, um, I can't remember his name. The guy that was like trying to win the race and like trying to cheat and all that sort of stuff. I'll just call him the villain. Um, he had his like harpoon there and was like, "Hey, we have to kill them, the sea monsters and all this." And you know the the big dad sort of steps up and everything. I thought that was great, and then every, every, and then more people slowly reveal themselves, don't they, as sea monsters? And it's like, well, we're all kind of here, and there's a few conversations between different characters of like, hey, not everybody's kind of going to accept us, but at least you know where they live, which is that area, they're not being like hunted and attacked or whatever, uh, which is which is very very good as well. Uh, so I really did like that. That was uh, that was really really quite heartwarming and quite nice to see that. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, after a big reveal and you know a successful race and everything, where the the good guys won the race, uh, like the the bike race and everything, that people are more uh, more accepted for uh, for who they are. So, and it's it's interesting as well because you know you look at these well sea monster characters and and stuff like like Luca and Alberto, and um, uh, you know, they sort of, um, they slowly get revealed during the race, because, like, like, the rain starts to come out, and they, everyone starts kind of freaking out and stuff, the villain character gets, like, the fishnet thing out, and, uh, like, captures him, and then you get this success at the end, uh, with Julia kind of helping out with, uh, the race and everything, I thought that was great, um, but no, it was interesting the way that was kind of, like, those all those set pieces, how they were kind of put together. Because you initially had, like, the crack in the helmet for, uh, I think it was Luca's 
helmet that started getting cracked because he sort of went to put that on to hide his face and everything uh, which I thought was was interesting as well so that was done really really well then obviously by the end Luca and Julia are going off to this school and uh, Alberto stays to help uh, Julia's dad with like the fishing and and like running that uh uh, fish market thing which I thought was good as well so that was really good uh, his parents as well of course you know they're the ones that uh, uh, Luca's parents the one that kind of the, the ones that sort of say to him you know you can't go to the surface you'll be hunted and you'll be you know we're, we're not welcome up there sort of because we're, we're different and people think we're horrible because we're, we're sea monsters um I thought that was handled pretty well as well and you know they got the uncle character as well to show up he was quite funny uh, which was good, so I I quite like that. Um, but yeah, you get a few scenes near the start, don't you? Of like these boats, because you get this whole opening scene with the boat at night and like this uh, sea monster. Uh, I'm not sure what that was that supposed to, that was Luca, I think, wasn't it? Right, the the one right at the very very start. You see the two men on the uh, on the boat and they're trying to figure out uh, or they're trying to do their fishing and everything. But yeah, they sort of look to the surface and everything. And uh, try and spot the uh, what they call the sea monsters, which I thought was interesting as well. So, um, but uh, yeah, interesting as well with the whole uh, Italian angle of the film and everything, and some things being spoken in like slightly different languages. I thought was a uh, good like culturally and and that sort of thing. So that was good as well, because uh, some people are gonna have a problem with that, unfortunately, because that's just the way the world works. Which again ties into exactly what this film is doing. You know, people that are people that are different to other people, and then not accepting them. Not again, not just LGBTQ people, but people that are like even speak different languages, and like you know, people that hate like foreigners and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, some people are gonna obviously take issue with that with with this film. I'm curious to see people that are transphobic and homophobic how they will look at a film like this because they are having like. Because if you and you know if you're transphobic or homophobic, we don't want you here on entertainment talk. Um, but if they are, and they, I, I wonder if they'll get the same messages that I sort of got, which was um, learning to accept people, which I already do. I, you know, fully supporters of uh, the LGBTQ community and you know whoever you are, um, you know, all that sort of thing. Um, but people that have got issues with other people for various different reasons, if they will see any of that messaging in this film, uh, just with the whole like sea monsters being hunted kind of angle, I I, I wonder how that will be perceived. Um, I mean, I don't, how long has this film been out? I don't know what the what the release date for this was. Um, I mean, at the moment on on IMDb. Uh, this has got a 7.6 out of 10, which I think is really low. I would give this at least like a 9.5, probably. Um, in in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, just I, I wonder how those people will sort of perceive this film. And if they hate it, then screw them, whatever. Because uh, then you clearly didn't get. If if you still come away with that angle after watching this film or like other films or whatever, then whatever, like Sodja, that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah. It's uh, that's that's an interesting angle as well. So, but for the most part, you know what I've seen online, most people have said, you know, this film's just really, really good. Um, and I haven't seen, I haven't really seen any other people talk about the themes, the themes, sorry, within this film as well.
So uh, let's talk about a couple of other scenes as well. Um, you had the scene with um, let me scroll down again to the cast list. Uh, Luca, Alberto, and Julia, and they're all near the water. And Alberto starts to realise he's sort of losing Luca because he's taking the interest of this school and the science and like the world that he hasn't explored yet. Um, and because Julia talks to to um, Luca about like galaxies and universes and all that, sorry, all that kind of stuff. And um, you know, Alberto's—they had that different goal of, hey, let's win this race, get the money, get the whatever the bike was called, and just kind of get out of here and explore. So uh, I like the way that all resolved itself, though, because everybody seemed pretty settled by the end of this film. I thought what was going to happen was Alberto was going to, because they were right by that um, seafront bit, weren't they? And I, I thought Alberto was going to push Luca in because. Alberta's talking to Julia about like, okay, does your school accept like different people or sea monsters? And she's like obviously quite confused. Um, and I thought it was gonna say something like, "Do they accept sea monsters like you?" And then kind of push um, Luca in, and then obviously he would have been, uh, you know, wet, and he would have obviously you know turned into a in, into the fish version of himself. I thought that was what was going to happen, but it uh, kind of switched around and everything. And then uh, Alberto was kind of hunted for a bit, wasn't he? So um, that was interesting as well. But that's that's what I thought. Uh, but you know, that's, that's that's kind of interesting and good because what I thought was going to be a bit more predictable turned out to be not quite so predictable. So that was that was good as well. Um, but uh, overall, thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this film. Uh, lots of good messaging and lots of interesting themes and everything. I thought the characters were great. I think this world is interesting. I thought the whole idea of just being essentially some sort of like fish man hybrid type of thing. Because you can be one or the other depending on if you're wet or not I suppose. Uh, or even if like part of you is, is wet because obviously it doesn't have to be the whole body does it. It could be like sort of the arm or whatever. Um so I, I i thought that idea was fantastic and i enjoyed the way that was uh, played out here as well so uh this will probably be considered as uh, one of my best one of the best films for me for 2021 when we get to like the best and worst of 2021 i'll have to remember this film as well obviously when i search through what i've looked at uh, this will come up so there's that as well um but yeah really really good stuff really really enjoyed it um now i'd like to see more from this world because I think it's very, very interesting. And Pixar tend to do more sequels than what Disney do. I don't know what you do with a sequel here. Because um, you've kind of split the main two boys, haven't you? I mean, they can, like, visit and that sort of thing. Because uh, he's kind of gone off to school. And Alberto stayed stayed behind. But I suppose there's room for, like, you know, how does Luca get accepted at this school? Um, you know, what does Julia do about that? And how do things go in the town with Alberto? But I don't know how you would do that as like a split story. Um, I don't know. But I, I think that, I think there's room to do more with it. Uh, unless you maybe introduce some other characters as well that are like, um, either fish people or, um, or, uh, you know, or not fish people. So that would be interesting as well. So very good we'll we'll see but yeah i'd like a sequel i'd like more from this world we'll just have to see what we can get from that as well 
Um, so there we go. Uh, but if you, I assume you've seen the film, if you've made it this far into the spoiler section, uh, let me know what you thought of Luca. Did you like it as much as I did? Did you dislike it? Um, did you get the same kind of messages that I did, or didn't you? Or maybe something in between? I don't know. Um, but uh, let me know what you think. Anyway, MatthewEntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think. Uh, let me know what Pixar films you like as well. What are some of your favourites? Do you think any of them are overrated? Because I, I still stand by that Ratatouille, Up and Wally are not bad. They're very, very, very good films. But I just think they're slightly overrated. Because I, I just think that... I mean, it's kind of competition within Pixar. So Pixar's happy anyway. Um, I just think there's other Pixar films that are better than those ones. Um, such as, you know, Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc., Toy Story, um, Incredibles, I think is, is, are better. Um, Onward's very, very good. Uh, Luca's very, very good as well. Uh, Soul's pretty good. Um, so I, th- I just think there's other Pixar films that are better than those other three. So, but there you go. Uh, anyway, um, that's my review for Luca. Really enjoyed doing that. Really enjoyed watching this film. And the next couple of film reviews I'm going to do, I'm going to try at some point in the next two weeks to see uh, the film called Nobody at the cinema. It stars Bob Odenkirk, uh, which is cool. Uh, obviously, uh, Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. So I'm going to try and see that. I'm going to try to watch, because the only other film that was on those four that I mentioned, apart from Black Widow and Corella. Uh, the the four immediate ones that I mentioned was Ryan the Last Dragon, which I've kind of done. Uh, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguards, which I've seen. Luca, I've now seen. The other two are Dawn of the Dead, and no, it's just Dawn of the Dead, I think. And then uh, Nobody, which I didn't mention. Nobody uh, in that list because the other ones were Cruella and uh, Black Widow as well, which I'm planning to see some point soon. So. Um, but yeah, Dawn, look, next two is probably Dawn of the Dead, the Zack Snyder zombie film, and um, what was the other one I just mentioned? Uh, nobody as well. So, But one of them I can watch at home at kind of any time, and one of them I have to plan to see in cinema. So uh, look out for those soon. Um, but yeah, we've got the MCU returning to the big screen as well, obviously more just... I mean, at the end of the day, whether you like Star Wars, Marvel, Disney, Pixar, whichever Pixar films you like... If you're consuming that content, Disney's winning anyway. So Disney ain't bothered, <laughs> you know. Uh, so anyway, as long as you see, as long as you see their films and give them money, they're 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 winning, aren't they? So, but um, there you go. Um, thanks very much for listening. You can find all the rest of the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcast. Already done the housekeeping, so don't need to repeat that stuff. But look out for more film reviews and TV, video games, May Night podcast, all that sort of stuff. On entertainmenttalk.org. If you like what you've heard today and will support more of it, uh, you can um, simply tell people that you know about the uh, content that we've got. Tell them what we do and where they can find it, either on entertainmenttalk.org or you can search for us on podcast platforms. Uh, Patreon, one dollar, three dollar level tiers, ad free podcast review options. Have a look at those over there on the Patreon page or our Patreon page for those. Um, you can also follow us for free on WordPress. Basically, sign up for WordPress for free. Uh, you follow Entertainment Talk on there. You don't need to go back onto WordPress. You'll then get an email whenever we post something new. So you just wait for the next email. And then it will say what we've posted. You click on that. And then there's the next podcast. So check those out as well. Uh, David, who does run Geek Town. Geek Town.co.uk and Geek Town Radio. 
Uh, you can find the that's for your TV and film news. Uh, Geek Town Radio is taking a two week break, but you go you can go and listen to this week's episode for your TV and film news, renewals, cancellations, air dates, all that sort of stuff. Check that out. Bex is streaming daily, pretty much over on Twitch. Uh, Trista Bites, Trista B Y T E S. You can also find me on Twitch as well. E Talk UK. Go and give us both a follow on Twitch. Uh, Trista Bites, Trista B Y T E S, and E Talk UK, both on Twitch. And if you miss any of my streams, you can find them archived later. On YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. There's all of my Last of Us journey on there, getting the platinum, all that sort of stuff. So check that out as well if you'd like to. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, I don't know what Pixar's doing next actually, because Souls come out, Onwards come out, um, and uh, Lucas here. So I'm not sure what the next film is, but I guess we'll find out soon. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.